Yeah, Danhausen bases are for shooting the breeze with Bash and James Housen. Yeah, it's a podcast, a wrestling podcast of some sort, based in the UK. It's quite nice. Danhausen's here to give you a very nice, very evil shout-out of some sort. And also, you, Danhausen's wishing you the powers to knock out the breeze horse. That is war horse in disguise, Danhausen thinks. He's not quite sure. But he also is uh, shooting the breeze with the breeze horse. So, you must defeat him. He's evil. Anyways, love that Danhausen. Good luck. Hey, this is episode uh, 84 of uh, Shooting the Breeze uh, with Bash. And with me, James. And a uh, special guest, James, is back again. Hopefully, there won't be that much technical issues this time. Hopefully, no technical issues. Thank you for having me back again. I appreciate it. Cool. Just uh, fair, mate. At this point, I reckon you should just become a host and we just change the name of the show and we get a new... <laughs> design yeah I think that's going to get some new artwork Don't yeah, know. We, need to, we need to do something <laughs> yeah I was thinking about that the other day I was thinking might change the artwork around and do something else because I can change it now it's just uh, getting uh, a proper artwork done it because I'm not an artist unfortunately shooting, shooting the breeze with JJ and B yeah sounds good ish I'm suppose, there for it. I suppose we'll work on it during the group chat, in it. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> yeah. Um, just start off with a few sad notes. Um, Robert Downey Jr.'s dad passed away. Mm. 81 with Parkinson's, which is one of them, isn't it? You know? like Robert Downey Jr. became one of my favourite actors in the late 2010s to 20s when he was doing, not 19, when he was doing his Iron Man stuff popping up in Spider-Man and things like that so a bit of a rough well, one for him Denny Junior was like one of those guys who was like on absolute self-destruct mode drink drugs and it was like the right movie role just changed his life entirely yeah so well, a lot of respect for Robert Denny Junior so yeah it's very sad to hear about his dad he's a great actor in a lot of great films but yeah R.I.P. to his dad yeah, and then another one, Paul Orndorff. I didn't really see much of his work or much of his stuff, but I knew he was quite a technical guy in the 80s and 90s. So I think his daughter wrestles. I think. A bit of a sad note that um, somebody posted on Twitter today. And, um, you know, now that uh, Orndorff's passed away, um, Hulk Hogan's first six WrestleMania opponents are all dead. Uh-huh. Jesus. Jesus. A bit of a wound, eh? and he is really still going strong doing sex tapes. <laughs> well, I did a sex tape a couple of years ago, didn't you? And then, oh, god, I thought you released another one. No, 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 <laughs> I don't think he's done another one. <laughs> I don't think he's done another one. I know he won fucking a shitload of money, though. What, he won? I don't remember. Yeah, he won the lawsuit, he won like a shitload of money. Because it's meant to be a private tape or whatever, and then there's just. Uh, just Google it if I don't know the fucking full story. It's too long to go into. I can't be bothered with it. The whole thing. You've got to be up there, top five worst blokes in the rest of history. <laughs> come to Saudi. Yeah, he's got a good uh, Yeah. He's, a, he's, he's one of them. He's, like, he's a legend of the but he's clearly just not a good person. No. He's a bit shit, isn't it? But, um, yeah, I'm just going to uh, our favourite time of the year. Which is uh, Money in the Bank, which actually has a live crowd. It has live crowds back from this Friday. Yeah. So was that Raw the last in the Thunderdome then? Yeah. Okay. So from SmackDown, so from the 16th onwards, live crowds back. Um, obviously, you got SmackDown, then we've got Money in the Bank. Is you it got this Raw Sunday? Sunday? Yeah, this yeah, Sunday. Sunday. And, and then first Monday Night Raw live with crowds. Yeah. Should be interesting. Uh, it's just touching on the Thunderdome. A lot of wrestlers are like, look like they're sad to see it go. I know Bailey did a post about it, and a couple of wrestlers have said that they're, that they're going to miss it, that they've enjoyed it. I think it's, it's because. Just different, wasn't it? Listen, they didn't need to travel. It was one day a week, they weren't doing house shows. They were kind of <laughs> like, you know. It's very innovative, because, I mean, nowhere else really did anything kind of similar. But as well, they kind of controlled the strings as well. You know, WWE, the product, they kind of really had control over it. Whereas now, live crowds are coming in. 
I hope the input in WWE 2K22. So, like, because obviously you have different arenas in the video game, and I hope that the Thunderdome is in it. Because it, it should it be. Been, you know, it's been important for the last year and a half. It should be. But, like, you know, when things are kind of like other people have just had live fans. I mean, like, shout out to Danhausen. I mean, he's just on the Ring of Honor pay per view, wasn't he, with PCO? Which I'll be checking out in a bit. Uh, <clears throat> they challenging for the tag titles, weren't they? I'm not sure. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet, so I will the check first, it out. The first hour of that pay per view is for free on YouTube at the moment. Is it? Ooh. Um, so that looks quite good, some of the matches, but shout out to Dan Housen because he's always got stuff in the pro wrestling crate that I order from. Um, I think I showed you the pin that he had before. Um, there was some socks in there this year, or this week, should I say? Oh, so I've got some socks with his face on that. <laughs> oh, that's quality. That's a fun yeah, uh, yeah, like I said, like he got a ring of honor, he got impact on the weekend, having fans, he've got uh, AEW kind of like gone on tour now. Like the most of the major American promotions and like indie shows are starting having fans. I mean, New Japan. Well, AEW had fans in on their last show last week, didn't they? Because that one rushed the stage and tried to attack Jericho. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> we belted him in the face. <laughs> yeah, Jericho. Um, I know it's like he's not probably like a, a top tier <laughs> wrestling industry but MLW had fans at their Battle Royale 3 yeah, and some pieces on YouTube as well about that um, so it looks like fans are starting to filter in and it'll be interesting to see now with WWE how much they change based on fan reaction compared to just kind of the Thunderdome and stuff and how much they change the production because I can't wait to hear the reactions to the wrestlers because and- some of them, like, uh, I'm really hoping that this is why, like, you know, they've not pulled the, what's the, what's the sound? The trigger. Not, well, yeah, they've not pulled the trigger on Cesaro, like, yet. I'm really hoping that they're just waiting just to see. And then I hope that when he comes out, the place goes nuts and Vince McMahon's like, all right, so. Yeah, but him not being in money in bank is a kind of, Obviously, we'll get onto it in a second. It's kind of a bit yeah. of a weird sign. You know. It's good to make really want to see Seth in it, but it is what it is. Sorry. It works out for me because at the beginning, literally after the, the Raw Rumble, I put him to win the Raw Rumble next year. So the fact that he's not in the money in the bank means that he's got potential to win the Rumble next year. So yeah, that's you've got a fair point there. Yeah. But I agree. I didn't really want to see Seth Rollins in there either. I didn't want to see McIntyre and I didn't want to see Seth. Yeah, but no, they're in there now, so let's get on to um, probably one of my favourite pay-per-views of the year. Um, it's actually know. my favourite, so... Yeah, and hopefully they don't fuck it up this time, especially no. with the lineup they've got in the men's. Let's just forget that Otis won the money in the bank. <laughs> yeah, they've got Ricochet, I think he's going to do some crazy spots. Morrison, yeah. crazy spots. Riddle, crazy spots. McIntyre, not so crazy spots. Big E, kind of like... Big E can do crazy spots, but I don't think he should in this match. No, KO could do crazy spots. Nakamura was the interesting one, because he's kind of on a roll at the moment. And then obviously we've got Seth. So I want you to uh, (laughs) pick a winner with your heart, and then pick a winner who you think like win to a book to win with your head in my heart I would love to see Ricochet or KO in the briefcase and then my head is thinking my head mm, I'm going to pick Big E for some reason I don't know why okay my heart it's a good My lineup, heart says though. Nakamura or, or Riddle, but my head says Big E as well. And I think I'm gonna. I think my heart says Big E, and I think my, my head. I think they're gonna go with McIntyre. No. Mm. Okay. Oh, no, God. not again. I can't. And as sad as it sounds. They went through that thing about how he couldn't have another match, etc., etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and they've already preempted and they're desperate for him to get his big cheer so he's going to pull down the briefcase in the last match in front of all the crowd oh, for fuck's sake. I hope it's I not the last match I hope it's like the first I, I think that you could if you took him out of the match as good as the referee is you could take him and Seth Rollins out of the match and you'd probably have a better match I'd love yeah. Riddle I'd love Riddle Ricochet and John Morrison you know that they're going to do something they're going to steal the show between them it just I just feel like it's almost like wasted like they've added too many people into the match it's normally about two it's eight isn't it? it's four from each brand isn't it yeah it right. used to be like about six isn't it yeah like I think I just don't know I, like if it works it, like, there's a lot of people in there that could win in my opinion but I just got a feeling that they're just going to go with Drew again so they can get him back into that thing they're not gonna, I don't think it's going to be anyone from Smackdown because the money at the moment is going to be with that triangle that's becoming between Rawlins, Reigns and Edge so I do think it's going to come from someone from Raw and the only people from Raw there are Ricochet, Morrison, Riddle and McIntyre and it's not going to be the other three See, I don't think it's going to be McIntyre only because A, it'll be too predictable uh, well, although it is WWE so what, what, well, yeah. Mm. yeah but <laughs> I think that McIntyre is going to end up switching brands when it comes to the brand switch yeah but if he's got the but if he's got the money in the bank you can easily go to any brand remember no but that that this is a way of him getting so he can then just go after reigns so he's back in the title picture but then it's a way of him being able to be back into a title picture but without having to win the money in the bank so i've got i've got i've got a really i've just got a feeling that Big E's going to win it and kofi's going to take the belt off lashley Oh, and then go for a... And then it's going to be... Uh, yeah. It's going to be like, uh, look, you know, I love you to bits, but I want to be champion kind of thing. Do you think that, do you think he'd cash in on him? Or do you think he'd do it as like, almost like a gentleman's agreement? I think he'd do it as an actual match. I think he's... Yeah. Unless they decided to serve Big E heel. That's not a bad show, you know. That'd be, that's, that's a money storyline. Unfortunately, WWE aren't that clever, but... <laughs> It's still a money storyline. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I thought I was going to go into that when we went on to the coffee match because I had different But viewpoint. as well, one of the things I will point out is that could also do a lot if Riddle won as well. Because, yeah. like, obviously you've got Arcade Bro, which I think is absolutely amazing. Love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, and I can see Orton being kind of pissed off and jealous that, you know, Riddle's yeah, the brief but I think the Big E thing would be better. The Big E thing is the money storyline with the new You day. watch Ricochet <laughs> in it now, and everyone's just completely wrong. Listen, the thing is, right? You have, you don't you don't see the Big E turn come in because they've been separated for a good while, and you kind yeah. of think, oh, it's like you know, New Day, they're all brothers, and this and that. But then obviously Big E turning here, you haven't really seen it properly, so it's, it's an interesting thought. Obviously, like I said, we'll get on to it. Maybe get onto the Kofi uh, and Bobby match because I've got a different view on it. But obviously, we've got the ladies. We had Asuka, Naomi, Alexa, Nikki, Liv, Zelina, and Natalia, and somebody else, which has not been announced yet. Asuka's won it last year, so I don't see her winning it. So, for me, it's between... My heart would love Nikki to win it just because I think she deserves it. Or live, Nikki or live. You don't need oh, to see. You don't need to see Natalia really because. Oh yeah, she can. She can, have a day she can go in any championship match she wants, any time. Alexa, she's getting a big push. Yeah, she, she's over as well. Yeah, so far she's really over. So it'll be interesting to see how the crowd reacts. Right? To be fair, it's like that. All right then, Hart says Nikki, Brain says Alexa. <sighs> Alexa's had it before. That's I know, but I don't. I liked. I liked Alexa as champ. Yeah, but this uh, the weird thing with Alexa is what they're gonna do with this new gimmick that she's doing because they're obviously got to tone down everything now because they're gone like, properly black on the road. There's no smoke and mirrors now. Yeah, it's kind of like you know back to normal. I really didn't like. No, I'm not just kind of bashing on WWE, but I don't think the way that the writing's been in recent time that they've got it in them to be able to 
run Alexa's storyline as well as her being champion. There's been a lot of stuff around Liv Morgan at the moment. It'll be interesting to see whether the stuff, I know we'll get onto it later, with Junior Uso has an effect on Naomi and whether they hold back on her. Zelina, probably too much too soon, maybe. I think whoever this, the, the person to be announced on Friday is, I think they're going to be the one that takes away. I think Hart, I agree with what James says. I'd love Nikki to win it. I think she'd be great, is it? Um, I just hope they, they don't pull a notice and they have it and then she loses it to someone halfway yeah. down the line because they don't pull the trigger on her. Um, Natalia, she's a great wrestler, but I'm sick of seeing her. And Asuka won it last year. Yeah. Imagine if the last person in the match is Becky. Oh, no, I could be Becky. Or... Have you seen, have you seen the pictures on her Twitter? Like she's in the gym. Fuck me, she's jacked. Listen, yeah, listen. Everyone's everyone's like carrying out Becky. Yeah. But she's got, she's coming back. Oh, she's coming back she's, soon. And she's if she comes back on Sunday to a live crowd and that pop. If she, she does, if she, say, if she does the Brock Lesnar, the last wrestler. Wait until the show. Let it yeah. have a bit, you know, some anticipation. If she they wouldn't even need to put her in the match. She yeah. could literally like they could have like a big spot where everyone's on the ground. Bang! Music plays. She comes in and literally just takes the briefcase down. It only has to be the ring for a couple of minutes, but <laughs> just walks off. Yeah. yeah, the impact that it have would be immense. And like the Brock Lesnar. It's gonna be. It's gonna be Tamina. That's who's coming in. That's <laughs> the two determined. Tamina's <laughs> gonna win it. Yeah, it'd be, cra- it'd be cra- crazy if Becky comes back on a fair show to a live pop. There'll be some like contract Becky and Tamina. I, was, oh, I would love to see Becky back, you know. I miss, you know, no, you don't I have to miss Becky. Just seeing as you, I think. Obviously. I just wonder. You know, I think it might be. It, might, it could be Tony Storm. Yeah, they've been hyping oh, her up, yeah, ain't they? She's debuting on SmackDown. Obviously, they're going to talk about the debuts in a minute, but is, that's a good shout. To be yeah, fair, because they said she's fair. coming soon. So, yeah. Also, um, we touched upon this earlier, but, well, I was going to say, couldn't it be Mandy Rose, but A, she's not on, it's a different show. But secondly, what's happening, if Mandy Rose on NXT, what's happening with, um, what's her name? Dana, fucking hell. Dana. Probably going back down to the back of the line again, I think. Oh, fuck yeah, she's going to end up with someone's manager, isn't she, or someone's, yeah. that a good, good, I suppose, there was just two good-looking blonde women, wasn't it? That's, that, that was the whole premise of their tag team, but, which yeah. is what it is, isn't it? But yeah, obviously you've talked about your view on Bobby and Kofi. For me, yeah. I, I don't, I don't see Kofi winning for some reason. I know, but I, I don't see Lashley as a draw. And when fans are back, Kofi's beloved. Yeah, Kofi's beloved. Yeah, you were going on about that point, but Bobby losing before SummerSlam, I don't see it for some reason. I love, uh, yeah. Don't get me wrong, I love to see Kofi Mania Part Two. Maybe they might call it on the fly, with the crowd going. If the crowd's on Kofi's side, Kofi's winning. If the crowd isn't, I don't see. But you already know that the crowd's going to be on the Kofi side. So I don't think I've ever seen Kofi get booed. No, I don't think. I think match placement's going to play a massive part in yeah. this. If that match goes on last, then I think that Kofi's going to win. Send them home with a good feel, good thing. I think if Kofi wins and it's like in the middle of the card then I think Big E will win yeah but you, but you forgot you got a range and edge and that ain't going on first oh yeah true range and edge <sighs> that ain't going on even, first I don't even care for that feud anymore so I know yeah but he ain't, he ain't going on first which is a problem oh, yeah that's gonna go on last ignore everything I've just said I forgot about the range match <laughs> yeah I'm sorry man. unless it turns unless they switch it to Friday which a die is gonna happen like they did with fucking thingy what was it um Bianca and Carmella. I'm so sick yeah. of that shit. Stop pulling matches off pay per views. Why do they keep doing this? But I haven't done it yet. But they could no, do it. No, no, I mean, in general, like, NXT did it. Raw did it with Hell in a Cell. Well, like, um, you can understand why they did this one. Obviously, we're getting to Bailey's injury in a minute, but obviously, you kind of get the point of why they did that. They couldn't really. You couldn't really set up an I quit match with Carmella, could you? You know what I mean? It's just, it's on the fly booking, isn't it? Unfortunately. Yeah, I know that Carmella was never going to win the title, but it does kind of take away that maybe she will do it because they're not going to make a women's championship change. 
Mm. I think they're just, unfortunately, as much as James probably doesn't want to hear it, I think they're teeing up for Sasha Banks to come back. Mm. That's going to be the, that's going to be the, the big match, isn't it? That's going to be the, the SummerSlam or the, the WrestleMania match. It's going to... Yeah, SummerSlam. Well, I mean, you have to get injured. I know, yeah. I know, yeah. And Sasha's still walking about. But bad timing as well, man, because Bailey's been literally unbelievable the past year. Yeah, yeah she has. She's done. nine months, man. Nine yeah, months, nine months is a long time. Obviously, she's back by the rumble. What, what was the actual injury? Because nine, she's got like a nine knee, months, knee injury. It looks like a knee injury. Oh, ACL. By the sounds of it, she's out for nine months. She's her ACL's done. So why, why is it now? July, August, September, October, November, December, <sighs> January is like six months. She'll basically be back for Mania. Yeah, she's gonna she's gonna be raw after WrestleMania, isn't it? If it's mm. gonna be teetering around there, she'll come back raw after WrestleMania is the big return. Mm. Yeah. I felt sorry for her. She was on a roll. I was really waiting for, to see her crowd reactions. When yeah. that kind I of think like... she'll pop up here and there, like, but not necessarily in wrestling. Because what you tend to find with wrestlers is even when they're rec- like recovering from an injury, they tend to do other stuff as well. So, I don't know, she might pop up in an episode of a TV show or something. Or, you know, once she's had, like, the injury repaired and she's able to kind of move. Like, you know she'll be doing other stuff. Or, you never know, they might stick her on commentary. Uh, maybe, yeah. That's what a lot of people wanted. So... Yeah, she shouldn't be a bad shout on commentary. She's grand than the mic. She's yeah. improved loads. I think... Yeah, I'll probably agree with that, James. I think... Commentary's probably not a bad show, or she'll she'll be more heavily featured in stuff like the bump or the the, the SmackDown talk show after Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah, Rhea versus Charlotte, don't really care about. Yeah, less said about that. Yeah. Reigns and Edge, I don't see Edge winning. Hate to oh, say it. Don't, don't see I, Edge I, winning. I see Reigns keeping that title until Mania. But then, what are you going to do with Edge? It's like you've brought him back, and. He won the Rumble, fair enough. And then he just keeps on defeating into Reigns. And then who's going to feud with after? Possibly Seth. Which suggests to me that Seth's not winning the money in the bank. They've teased it already, haven't they? That Seth, yeah, never forget from 2014. So I can't see anyone other than Reigns winning. And he's going to set up a match. It's going to be something like a a no hold bar match or a Falls Count Anywhere match with Seth Rollins. Um, at SummerSlam and I think mm. as much as good as the stuff that Reigns has been doing at the moment I think he's getting to a point he's just borderline where he's starting to get built maybe a little bit too strong and it's no longer a situation where I don't think there's anyone on the SmackDown roster that's credible see this and is what I won't lie I want Cena back you want who's Cena? Cena's not back I want Cena back I want Super Cena back I don't want to see Roman versus Rock nor do I think it's going to happen as much as people want to see it, it's not going to happen. It depends what Rock's paper, what Vince's paper saying, isn't it? I, I don't think it can be done because of Rock's schedule. He's filming, was it um, Black Adam at the moment? And then he's always got several movies on at once. Whereas John Cena has said, he goes, look, I've done Suicide Squad. Then he's also wrapped up filming the spin-off to the Suicide Squad, the series. The, his character's got his own series. Um, yeah, but um, he's already he's already, that. already read something that is filming in August. So. He'll be. I think you've got. I think you've got a far better chance of Cena coming back and taking that title off Reigns than you have Rock. Mm. Is he equal? Is he tied with Flair? Yeah, 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 he's tied. Yeah, he's tied. John Cena only needs one more. Yeah, one more. Could be WrestleMania. Not a bad match. And then you got AJ and Almas versus the Viking Rangers. I really couldn't care less. Yeah, another match that I couldn't care less. I can't believe AJ Styles in a match and I could not care less. Oh, yeah. It's gone that bad, isn't it? That's just pointless. I just just don't get it. Like, this now, like, from all the the pay-per-views and the things that we've spoken about... The first two Money in the Bank matches we've probably spent the longest amount of time talking about. And then we've got through to the rest of the pay-per-view. And they're like, I thought, was that three matches in a row that no one could care less about? 
Yeah, it's like it's debatable. Ripley and Flair, everyone's fed up of that feud already. AJ Styles and Omos, yeah, great. They're trying to build Omos, but I'm so Ripley is champion. Rhea Ripley's champ. To be honest, you know what? We can play the honest. Bianca Blair and Rhea Ripley's championship runs have been extremely forgettable. Yeah, massive. Mm. Uh, I, yeah. Say, I say Bianca's runs been better. Oh, yeah, than the better, but I do think a big part of that is Baylor and the stuff that they've been able to do. Yeah. I just think the Rhea Ripley stuff. It's just. It's not, I, I can't say poisoned by Charlotte Flair, that's a very harsh way of putting it, but I think the interjection of Charlotte Flair, it's always only going to go one way. She's always going to come out on the better side of it because she's a flair at the end of the day. And also, with Rhea Ripley, she, it's like she became champion and then she couldn't make up her mind whether her character was a heel or a face. She's in between, isn't it? Because Charlotte's mm-hmm. meant to be a heel yeah, and she's kind she's of not like... good at doing it. She's like, like a you're re- really major tweener. Of like anti-heroes in wrestling. Samoa Joe, CM Punk. Um, Naito. Naito. Stone Cold. Yeah. Stone Cold, The Rock. comes across as, yeah, Stone Cold Steve Austin. The Rock. the best of all time. How the hell they didn't come up with him first. Yet Rhea Ripley, you're just like, nah, you're just being a dick. I, I, the, the live crowd reaction is going to be interesting. I think that's she's going to be at the arena. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Obviously, that wraps up uh, Money in the Bank. We'll get on to some other news as well. Um, the Great American Bash. Um, the NXT title changed hands. The North American, I mean. It's flip-flopped, what, five times now? Four times? Yeah, it's not good. They've, uh, they're definitely... Hot potato in that championship. Yeah, I think they've they've probably pulled the trigger too quick because I know that um, Heat Row is probably one of the most over things in WWE at the moment in terms of NXT and that stable. Everyone seems to love them, but like I looked at it earlier, just the title reigns. Like on the actual main rosters, um, the the, the shortest time since the title change was fifty nine days, which is quite respectable. But there's been two in the last what two weeks of NXT. And there's no credibility. They've got rid of Gargano as the champion, which is fair enough. They pulled the trigger on Bronson Reed, which we all thought was a strange one anyway, considering the people that was in the match. And now they've just they've took the belt off him almost straight away. Well, yeah. I assume that they've taken the belt off him because he was up. he was working dark matches. Yeah, on, so mid- but then if he's why have they put him in a feud with Adam Cole? I thought he was coming up. Yeah, it's not going to be something daft like a loser leaves town, is it? Or something stupid like that. Adam Cole's not got a stable anymore. He's kind of, he's slowly falling into nothingness. Yeah. Which yeah. is very harsh, just really rare to say because of how good he is. But he's not in any title picture at the moment. He's now getting put into a pointless feud. Is it time for them probably to pull the trigger and bring him into the main roster? Yeah. Well, they, way, should have done it, they should have done it six months ago. I mean, that there's one on one with Kyle O'Reilly, and after that, the, yeah. the the title match is one on one, and so I don't know. It's, it's it's a bit of a strange one, and for Adam Cole at the moment, I can't. It's it's, like it's, Adam it's, Cole's it's, just floating, and he he hasn't got a direction to go in. So you either kill him in NXT, which I don't want to see happen, or you just bring him up to the main roster. And unfortunately, the whole Kyle O'Reilly experiment has failed. Yeah. Yeah, as well. The only thing that I'm a little bit nervous about is whether they're going to keep him around to have a match with Roderick Strong, as good as that match will be. Whether now that Roderick Strong's got his own stable and that kind of thing, are they going to try and build it up as he's taken over from Adam Cole and that's going to be the next the next step is what I'm hoping doesn't happen. I think it... They've, they've, we've spoke about it countless times on the podcast. I think they've missed the they've missed the boat on a lot of wrestlers knotted around in NXT. So I think it's time that they actually do pull the trigger on someone whilst the was on. Obviously, going to end up with another situation like Gagano, maybe where he's probably his time with two years ago that he should have been on the main roster. Yeah, obviously people are starting to turn up. Obviously, we'll talk about it in a minute. Um, yeah, interesting that Tegan Knox returning and then. The tag title change, and next thing you know, she's bloody on the main roster. 
Some of the Shakti and uh, um, what confuses me though is um, those pair have never tag team like teamed yeah. up together really. Yeah, and then, then you got Tony Storm as well coming up as well. The NXT what girls. What about Ember Moon? All coming up to SmackDown. Yeah, that was what I was thinking. Ember and Shotzi were together and they worked well. And then you just nah, something, something that's weird. I think Emma Moon lost yesterday, didn't she? Did she, not, oh, she lost Dakota Kai in the single match. So, <laughs> I think they're gonna just. I think they're just gonna shovel a little bit more dirt. Now they let her have a little bit of revitalization, and then bury her. They're just gonna bury her again. I mean, it's interesting. They've started to bring Tegan Knox was an interesting one for me because the amount of injury she's had. I mean, she's blew out of both her knees. And like, you know, you know how Vince is like with people who get injured. It is a strange from that, because she has had a lot of injuries and they've really stuck by her, so they must see, like, real world potential. something, yeah. Yeah. I've seen her on the Indies, I've seen her when she was, because she was part of Fight Club Pro for a little bit. Um, I know how good she is as a wrestler, but, like, a lot of wrestlers dotted around, like, an injury of more than a couple of months, and if they're not a main star, that's it, then they're, they're done. And especially put to put them on SmackDown and have them pin the tag champions. champions yeah. I mean that's that's quite significant. Yeah. Um. We. Oh yeah. One other thing with with NXT. Where the hell's Dexter Lewis? Fucking ass. He was under the ring against Santa. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh good. As long as he's about. As long as he's. Yeah. I love Dexter Lewis. I love him too much. Yeah, but like I say, he's one of the guys who doesn't do a promo, so... Dexter Loomis is getting that North American Championship <laughs> before the end of this year. Right, we'll see. He, just, he needs a mouthpiece. He's desperate, yeah. desperate for a mouthpiece. As he, some description. he needs somebody who can do no, a promo. I, d- I don't even want him to have a mouthpiece. I just like him being fucking creepy and stalking people. <laughs> no, it's some creepy shit he does, man. <laughs> I just love it. Creepy shit, mate. Creepy. But like, like I say, he doesn't do promos. So not having do not doing promos in WWE it doesn't make it last long. I'm surprised it lasts this long without being fired. Dexter Loomis is fired. Okay. He ain't getting fired. No one's firing him. <laughs> next, next round of cuts. Oh, Dexter. Don't, you, don't even bring that into <laughs> the world. Don't even say that. He's not going nowhere. You are fired. <laughs> when we have these it tends to be after <laughs> a couple of weeks that'll be another set of between recordings is when the, the cuts seem to happen so. no, fucking hell. live tickets listen no live tickets yeah listen if not they're not selling tickets they're not selling live tickets you know the crack is in the next couple of weeks if you don't see fans in those buildings with the arses in seats you know what's going down People are you know losing what, payday on Friday, I'm ordering the Dexter Lewis t-shirt just so his merch sales are up, so he doesn't get sacked. <laughs> <laughs> They've got no one left to cut, have they? Fucking no. ours, mate. This might as well just cut the whole roster, ain't you? The thing, if they're bringing people up, they must be bringing people in. I mean, three, those three are a big loss to NXT, especially the women's division. Yeah, they are. Everyone knows about love for Shotzi Blackheart, right? Yeah. That Shotzi was one of the main things I was watching the next year. Yeah, Shotzi's a future. Shotzi's a star, though. And then but Tony as well. Tony's a big loss of wrestling. She'll be women's race. champion soon. I think Tony's got a shout as well. I think maybe that's why they put them together rather than kind of give them a baptism of fire, putting them into singles matches all the time, let them kind of find the legs on the main yeah. roster of the tag team for a little bit. Because they're going to be constantly competing against experienced people, aren't they? That are in the tag team division at the moment. Let them kind of get the feet settled in and then maybe split them up and go from there. But I certainly think they're the two massive additions to SmackDown. I think it's come at a good time as well because they were desperate for people even before Bailey got injured. Yeah. And as well, Shotzi is one of those characters that, like, when the live crowds are back, like, she will sell merch. Because mm. all of her tops, like the character's cool, it's funky, it's appealing, it's kind of very energetic and colourful. But then all of her merch is pretty much the same. Like it's colourful, it's bright, it's you know, well, it's, kids, like kids yeah, will be attracted cool, to it, edgy, so. and she'll sell merch. 
yeah going on about um the end of NXT uh the cross chalk out Joe is that correct is that what so from what I've seen yeah cross Joe's the referee in the match he's the special guest ref and yeah like cross is like proper choking him out yeah so do you think Joe is coming back (sighs) yeah I think I think it's gonna be I think that'll build up to it and it'll be something along the lines of Regal say it'll be like an unsanctioned match it'll be be unsanctioned yeah because he can't do this or he can't do that. But I do think, I think he'll be able to take the title off him. Yeah. And then I think, what, you think Joe will be the one to take the title off? Yeah, I think, I think Joe will be the one that takes the title off him. He's not an incredible person to do it, to be honest. Yeah, he is. But then I think, yeah. I know it's a very, very bold storyline, but I've got a, a little bit of an inkling that he'll take the title off him. Um, and then something will happen like he's he's not clear to compete anymore. He's not clear to do this or that. And he vacates it, and then he'll vacate it, and that'll be the way that they'll get the title off Cross. Whilst Cross still looks like a monster, um, everyone will be behind Joe, and they'll be able to get the title off to somebody that you probably wouldn't expect to be carrying Cross. Yeah, and just started a breakout tournament this week as well, haven't you? Yeah, apparently the first match was meant to be really good um, from from last night's thing. I haven't watched the actual show itself, but apparently the, the breakout match was meant to be decent. Yeah, um, obviously that covers next. Uh, we got JR slipping up with uh, WWE, <laughs> WWE Dynamite. Dynamite. Yeah. In other news, the sky is blue and water's wet. I mean, uh, I mean, you gotta, oh. you gotta, you gotta love the young bucks taking the piss in it. Just like, yeah. you know, on their Twitter page saying, we'll see you next week on WWE Dynamite. I reckon if he does it once more, he's going to get sacked. I feel yeah. so, I feel sorry for the dude, you know. I get it. He, that, spent, like, he spent most of his life with one company. Yeah, um, like... You know. It's, but, it's been conditioned into him, isn't it? You know what I, I mean? Know, he's the one who chose to join AEW. And, you know, he, at the end of the day, he's, get, he's probably getting paid a fat salary. Yeah. No, I get it he can he's the voice of like, you know, the book's childhood and whatever this and that. But you can't be fucking up in it like that. No, can't. That's twice now, isn't it? In the space of what a couple of months. It's either the second or third time, but right, apparently... so Kenny Omega was a WWE champion at some point last year. Yeah. This year it's saying WWE dynamite, like you don't even know this, what you've been with you've been with the company for two years now. Probably more than that as the main announcer and he's still fucking saying WWE. It's a bit... I mean, I read online, apparently, um, Tony Khan and, like, the backstage people were fuming. Yeah, obviously. With, which, you know, I can completely understand. Yeah, most of them. I reckon he's in a group chat with my man. He's messaging before. He's like, lads, watch you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just try and slip in and see what I can do. But rightly so. Like, and like you said, I think, I think Bash mentioned it first in the the group chat is saying that it's got to be ingrained into his brain to say it but when you're that talented and you're such a professional and you've been in the company two years one mistake maybe but like you said two or three now it's getting to a point where he's going to hang up his boots yeah he needs to he needs to ask himself you know look and I still do this to a high standard because when he's good he's good Yeah. yeah like I mean, I put on our um, on the on the Twitter page. I put it was like when um, Malachi Black or Alistair Black, whatever you want to call yeah, him, when he debuted on AEW, the commentary was so spot on. Like it got made, they made it feel like a big deal. They made Black look like a big deal. The kind of you know who is this person? We know him as. Yeah, um, Tommy, Tommy End, yeah. no, 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 that's Malachi Black. The way that they did it was wicked. JR was on point, so he can still do it. He's just got to not slip up. Yeah, I mean, t- speaking about that, you got Zelina and bloody SmackDown coming back. She went to WWE and Alistair Black's in AEW, and obviously, the, the surrounding things of how. <laughs> Malachi Black or Tommy End or whatever you want to call him ended up in AEW. Somebody's got sacked at WWE. Yeah, so from what it's been gathered and what's been said was that um, 
in the contract, obviously, a wrestler usually has a, no, a 90 day no compete clause in a WWE contract and not when they're on the main brand, so when they're on Raw or SmackDown. But in NXT, they only have a 30 day no compete clause. And apparently, that didn't get changed. When So when Alistair Black moved up from NXT to WWE, his contract didn't change, or rather, that part of his contract wasn't amended. So that's what allowed him to show up on AEW far earlier than everyone expected. Yep. Serious Which I think is hilarious. Fuck up and mistake. But it's feuding with Cordy, so... Should be interesting to see where that goes. And obviously, speaking of... Um, AEW, we've got uh, Mox versus Carl Anderson tonight for the IWGP US title. Um, I think Mox needs a break. You know what, I'm still picking Mox because they've got a show on August, so... Are they a flip-flop of the title and they make the match-up in August at Resurgence for New Japan? Because they got a show in August, haven't they? So obviously they keep that feud running, or they got to find a opponent for Mox by August. I think New Japan likely want the belt back, so Mox will lose it in some kind of fuckery. So no, no, but Carl's not signed to New Japan. No, but but if Carl Anderson signed to Impact, I'll put it this way. No, what I'm trying to say is though, if Mox loses a match, it's a big deal, and if he loses a championship, it's a big deal. But if they do it in a way that he loses it due to just a ton of fuckery, then, you know, let Anderson have the belt. But then, and then he can just drop it to anybody in New Japan. I doubt I doubt it'll be on I doubt it'll do that on AEW TV. I really, I really doubt yeah, it. Bit, bit of a weird one like I'm surprised he's defending it, to be honest. Like but... like I don't. I don't think he's dropping that belt to Resurgent till August. Oh, it's right now. We're on Pokemon Go. Yeah, till August. I don't think he's dropping that belt. No way. I think they're gonna find somebody credible from Japan to come over and take the belt off him for That's that US show. It'd be a good match. It'd be good to see if Carl Anderson can still go. You know, I know. I know they're like both under some type of strange contract where. They're both going to work New Japan, which is kind of interesting in its uh, way. But obviously, um, you want to talk about Jimmy Uso and his uh, drink issues? Um, there was one other thing that AEW I was going to bring up before we moved yeah, on, so. and now I can't remember what it is. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it might come back to you in a bit. Then. They're just no, fucking gone. <laughs> and I, yeah, carry on. Jimmy Uso and his uh, drink problems. He needs to be sacked. Jimmy Uso and his nine lives. Seems like it, yeah. I think one of the things that makes it a little bit more, um, I thought he deserved, I, I thought he should have been sacked to begin with anyway. But we've just had one of my next door neighbours died yesterday because she got when she was on a bike, she got hit by an intoxicated driver. Jesus. So, it's... I'm sorry, this is like the fourth time he's done it. He's clearly got an issue. And he, and, he, and every time he does it, it's not that he's a little bit over the limit. He's fucking way over. And, yeah, the, the, it's just absolute bullshit. He, he, should, he, he should be sacked. <laughs> <sighs> I just hope they're getting given the treatment that he needs. To be honest. He's clearly got he's clearly got a problem. Like I don't condone drink driving, and he's probably one of the worst things I can imagine. But to be doing it four times, I did see yesterday as well. I've seen a news article. I didn't read it, but I seen a news article that apparently they're, they're not proceeding with any sort of sanction against it. They're not doing anything about it. And I do feel, as sadly it's probably going to sound, if he wasn't related to Roman Reigns and be involved in probably WWE's biggest storyline at the moment, that's making them the most money yeah, he would be Exactly. Yeah, it'd be it'd it probably been gone the second time, and it's wrong because he, there's nobody who, with the exception of probably your top like elite top five stars, that could get away with it. And if you're looking at it from a from any sort of perspective, there's people that are getting released from WWE or have been sacked from WWE for a lot lot less, 
but he's he's getting to the point where he's putting people in danger. Yeah. And at what point? What are they going? At what point they're going to do? They're just going to keep turning a blind eye until he kills someone, and then all of a sudden it's going to be. They're going to be we back to help him. We swear we did. He's like, no, nah, clearly not. I'll be, I'll be, no, I'll be honest. I just hope he gets to help him. He doesn't like. With Jeff, he's kind of cleaned up his acting. Even though you don't see him much. Why is Naomi staying like all quiet about this? Fuck I don't know. Well, she's come off Twitter, hasn't she? Because she was getting loads of abuse yeah. about it. So she's pulled her Twitter account. But well, not being funny. I mean, I don't condone you know her getting abuse over it in any way, shape, or form. But somebody needs to answer questions as to why he thinks that this is acceptable. Yeah, but I, I don't know if it's her. Is it her, like, you know, it's her private life? You know, at the end of the day, obviously the public figures. Maybe she just doesn't want to comment on it. Or, yeah, you know, nah. that's up to her, isn't it? You know, who are, who are we to say, like, you know. It's harsh on her. It's harsh, isn't it? Like, everybody was, like, bullying her. WWE have got to come out. And if if Jimmy Uso is not going to take the head on it, then WWE, if this is where they've got to step in as an organisation and say, like, look, we're taking you off TV for a little bit. Let's forget the storyline. Yeah, let's give you some help. You need help. You need, like, real help. Because has has he received any sort of sanction from any of the previous? (sighs) Or was it just this one because he's in such a high-profile storyline that they're turning a blind eye to keep it going? I thought he was fine on the last ones. Yeah. I've got a feeling he was fine, but on this one, apparently nothing. Every news article I've read on it, no action's been taken against him. Richard, they need to be like, look, mate, they need rehab. I think they they need to. They have to. They can't keep putting people in danger. Yeah. Speaking of uh, another pisshead, Kevin Nash and he's a uh, no. something to do with a broken skull session has got suspended for some reason. Yeah, apparently it was Peacock that pulled it. Yeah, it was Peacock. <laughs> and they're gonna put it on next Sunday instead. So I'm guessing they've even. I'm, I would imagine he said something that they've they've not agreed with, so they're gonna edit it, which means. Which I said they probably swore something, or, <laughs> or mentioned something about the company or something. The actual yeah, podcast itself, the actual Broken School session, it's on YouTube at the moment. You can watch it, but it's just not with video. But it's like three hours long. Uh, I've, I've seen bits and pieces um, when he's talking about it. I've not actually watched it or listened to it in the background. Um, but somebody's got the recording of it, so it'll be interesting to see whether that gets pulled or whether you can listen to that and compare the two and how Yeah, how easy Because I can't imagine Nash is going to hold back in any description. No. I, no, I wonder what he said that's made them pull it, or is it just is it Peacock now just saying, "Oh well, we're just going to exercise our authority over the network now," which isn't good. Yeah, for me anyway, it wouldn't be worth if they're doing stuff like that. It's not worth having the network. Yeah, you said it in the group chat the other day. I think if they pull the broken school session, the the network's not going to be worth it. It's already back. <laughs> from the American side of things regarding Peacock saying that the, the, like the way that you navigate across like around the actual thing isn't great there's a lot of stuff that isn't on there at the moment a lot of stuff that hasn't been transferred over um, that like the actual the actual thing is its own I suppose what you call it the platform yeah. was probably the best way to describe it the user interface isn't great yeah the user interface apparently isn't great at all and a lot of people are unhappy about it they've kind of gone to a new big thing and not really done all the background stuff to make it work. Like, if anyone that watches the watches the podcast is from America and has the Peacock, it'd be interesting to see what their opinion of it is. But apparently, the, the consensus is that it's not the greatest. No, I would uh, appreciate if you drop me the link to uh, that because I think it'd be interesting to compare the two. Yeah, I'll try and find it if it hasn't been taken down. Yeah. Could be in you know now what WWE is like to fight. Like three hours is a long time as well. It's not. Yeah, like I, don't, it's a I short don't know whether thing. it's repeated or whether they've added something in or whether it's kind of like going to be one of their videos that's got like loads of silence at the end. But yeah, just a loop or just videos yeah. at the end. Yeah, the only one that I can think of that was even close to that was the Jericho one. Was, was two hours. Long. Undertaker when they broke it down into two. McFarlane's yeah, so. was about two hours. So I guess it depends who it is, isn't it? And he has got a lot to talk about. He's been in the industry for years and he was 
probably the biggest part of the rise and fall of WCW. Sorry, you saw Michael days with these or Yeah. He has got a fair whack to talk about, I'll give him that, but I think it's gonna be dumbed down. If we know that it's if we if it's potentially gonna be three hours, if the, the version comes out next or this Sunday and all of a sudden it's two or two and a half, then you know they've cut a lot of stuff out, they've cut something specific out of it, which is the reason why it wasn't aired on time. Yeah. Probably. But um Yeah, um we got uh, the big uh, Tokyo Dome show coming up as long as it doesn't get cancelled. Hopefully oh, not. I remember the AW thing. Oh, what was it? So, apparently Tony Khan has said that very soon there's going to be another signing for AEW and it's going to be their biggest so far. Shadowing, Moxley, Black... Um, it's basically it's going to be massive. So everyone's basically saying, right, it's either Daniel Bryan or CM Punk, because apparently CM Punk's been seen training in a ring, in kind of getting shape, and obviously Daniel Bryan's just disappeared off the face of the planet. But yeah, Tony Khan's actually said in an interview that in the coming month, so whatever one of the next pay-per-views is, there is going to be a major, major, major debut. If it's DB, so it's everyone's kind of... kind of speculating who would you rather see Daniel Bryan or CM Punk which to me is a coin toss I'd, yeah. I'd probably say Punk just because because I want to see Daniel Bryan in Japan Punk or Daniel Bryan they're kind of in the twilight though this is the thing with AEW like, I love AEW but it's kind of becoming like the like knock off WCW I don't know I remember talking about this before they need to pick and choose really carefully like Tommy End was a great choice but like mm-hmm. and like you know who else did they pick up obviously Mark Henry who else did they pick up Mox kind of like you don't want to be pick up, picking up every Tom, Dick and Harry that's like you know become a yeah. free agent because it's going to be like WCW isn't it which isn't what it needs to be. They need to start elevating their own talent like they signed from two years ago. Like like you said, Jungle Boy had that match with Kenny Omega into the main event scene instead of like bringing these guys in and kind of like giving them top spots. Andrade was another, in it? He, he kind of had his massive push and then he's kind of dipping off a little bit and kind of disappearing, which isn't good. You see, Andrade is another one as well. Kind of like they bring these ex WWE guys and give them a Christian the, as well. Everyone like, forgets that WWE snatched up Andrade. Andrade, Christian. Kind of like, don't get me wrong, like. Christian's just there to elevate talent, nothing more, nothing less. Yeah, but then you got. I think it's laughable that he's got an up and coming match with Matt Hardy. It's like, wow, we've, you know, we've seen that thousands upon thousands of times, but no, let's just do it in a different company. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? I think they're getting very, very, very close to having too much of a saturated, like, roster. Did yeah, you see yeah. so many members of the roster at the moment? And, like, I know they've got, they've, they've almost got a TV show every day at the moment, haven't they? But it's getting close to it. I think, I think they're probably scared to make releases, but I think they could probably do with, like, could, a massive yeah. Yeah, yeah. let's people go back onto the indies and just focus on the thing because they have signed some really good people like if you're going to have people there to kind of elevate members of the roster or teach them the ways you can't go much wrong with Big Show Christian and Mark Henry they're going to they've got what probably looking at 60 plus years of experience between them and then the signing people like Tommy End and Andrade going to be able to carry the company forward but they've finally signed uh, Brian Pillman Jr um, to a full-time contract because apparently the only he couldn't have a full-time contract before because he was still signed by MLW, MLW yeah. uh, whereas that's now ended. So now, um, yeah, Brian Pillman Jr. is like fully signed to All Elite, which I think will be amazing because he he's got potential, unbelievable, and the part of the Varsity Blondes as well. They were good. Like a good babyface tag team, but it's like you just mentioned that made me remind something of it. 
Um, he was signed, and there was talking about he was having like tryout matches, and he was on a trial period. Like him and the other member of the Varsity Blondes. Um, apparently, they've had something dashed. Like he, him alone has had forty-five televised matches yeah. before they give him a proper contract, and it's something dashed like ninety plus matches between the tag team before they actually got a, like a full-time yeah. AEW. It's like sorry, it's just weird how they're doing the contracts. I just, I, I just want them to pick and choose really carefully. Because like they need to be really careful. And another note, uh, I forgot to mention. I don't know if anybody's seen B Priest, B Priestley's debut. Because I'm gonna watch NXT UK from last week. But now she debuted, so yeah. that's kind of like. Blair something hasn't she? I think something she's black heart, not black heart, Blair something. Yeah, it's too yeah, weird. Um, oh, what's her name? Lord Demon Slayer. Is he Lord Demon Slayer? Yeah, that's yeah, something. Is that like her? Yeah, she beat her. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Osprey. Obviously, you've got a summer struggle coming up in uh, Tokyo Dome, so the. Most interesting matches are Robbie Eagles has come back. If you haven't seen Robbie Eagles, like he tag teamed with um with Osprey in the tag team and he's amazing like kind of high flying Australian wrestler. Versus Desperado. You got Okada and Cobb, which should be uh, a banger. You got Naito and Sonata, the tag champs now. And they're versing Zach and Taichi and then it's uh Abushi versus Shingo for the major title. I'm a bit worried about... Yeah, it's a stacked card, yeah. To be fair, the last four matches on that card are pretty stacked. So, I'm really interested in what they do with the world title. Because both of them have held the title and you can't keep flip-flopping the world title. You've you got to give somebody a run with that belt to establish it. I, I think Abushi can take the loss, to be fair. Yeah, I would probably agree. I think we we spoke we keep we always seem to speak about the same thing. It just seems like they can't decide on what they're doing with their, any of their titles at the moment. Uh, it's not that. It's it's the problem is it's like the COVID situation is bad there again as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I, know that, I think Australia's gone into a full lockdown as well now. It's that whole side of the, the globe seems to be yeah, getting... like Robbie literally just got into Japan before he locked down in Australia. Really lucky. I think there's going to be some good matches in there. I think it's a stack card. This is like I, I tend to watch highlights more of New Japan rather than like sticks and things. This would this would be a stack card. A Tokyo Dome show is always a stack card, and they don't pull no punches on a Tokyo Dome. Like if there's a show that you're going to casually watch, and if fights carrying it, you know it's going to be a good show, because <laughs> fight don't fucking carry every single show. No, oh, that's. A, I didn't know that it was on fight actually, because I do have to. I have a fight subscription, so I'll probably will buy it. I'll actually watch this one. It's on fight. I don't know how much it's going to be though. So I'll be honest. Fight some things for free sometimes. I don't know if it's going to be for free. I doubt it. I think they charge um, a fee for it. When I first signed up for it, it was like if you watch a pay per view, um, pay for pay per view, and then recommend a friend. Yeah. Um, I'll give you a twenty pound, like twenty pound thing towards your next one. Yeah. The thought, great. So I bought AEW. Yeah. I can't remember what it was, and then I referred myself <laughs> by another email address to get a twenty pound voucher. Yeah. Um, but it wouldn't let me use it on any AEW product, <laughs> but classed as a premium service. So I ended up with that twenty pound. Ended up buying something that was awful. I think it might have been a CZW. Oh, yeah. So it had a lot of problems because <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't spend it. Anything else? I was like, great! I've got twenty pound that I literally can't spend it on. And then I think that CZW got like seven ninety nine for a pay per view. Lucky hell! Yeah, Miles, well, you should have spent it on this show that's coming up because the last four matches are stacked. It'd be interesting to see what they do. Like, it's July twenty fifth, not far. And obviously, like I forgot to mention, G one's in September. So like the beginning, middle of September, to October is G one. So. It's going to be an interesting time for New Japan, especially if you're like a, a hardcore fan like me. Like, G1 season, there's always a good match every night. 
there's always some banger like an excellent match it's a slog for a month long tournament but there's always a banger every night so yeah um, I think we'll have to end it there so uh, anybody want to do their plugs uh, yeah James you can do yours first um, yeah James Vaughan 14 that is on everything Twitter and Instagram and ours is at breeze underscore shooting um, again new followers amazing to see uh, thank you for following thank you for being in touch um, quite talkative um, it's good and it's forcing me to engage more which is good so yeah. I appreciate everybody and uh, just want to say thank you for um, doing the podcast with me most of the time and I have been 100 episodes soon. Nobody's fine. But yeah, I appreciate you both being on. And I'll make sure we'll uh, sort out some new artwork and things like that. And thank you for your internet cut, not cutting out, James. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've made everyone stay downstairs and I've got the internet. I've got the door open today, so hopefully. It's done but pretty no well. Move. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why it's not downloaded a dirty movie or something last time that's why it was all over the place but it's held out this time so thank you for sticking with it yeah I think we'll be back after Money in the Bank and the Tokyo Dome show I think it's kind of like the right you watch how wrong we've all been on our prediction <laughs> I swear to god it's going to be Ricochet and Edge winning <laughs> oh for fuck's sake Ricochet I don't mind because he's never had it I want somebody who's never had it that's Tina. what I want we're going to be here next next podcast when Tamina's winning the bank <laughs> champion. And you're not laughing at Maybe the Tamina train. That's what it's going to be from now on. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> but yeah, thank you. I'm going to pop this podcast up on the internet. Safe. Take Talk care, to you yeah. Stay safe, mate. Uh, See uh, ya, bro. Bye-bye. Uh,